0: Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we give you thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for helping us to jump another hurdle and get things fixed up and back online. God, our really desire is to, in some way, shape, or form, be together. And right now, this is our best option. So thank you for helping us to, to figure out another hurdle and, and get connected. God, most of all, we want to be continue to be connected with you to you and your word by your Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, come. Fill each a home, each vehicle, each place where we're listening and watching this now. God, fill our hearts with your presence. Romans 5.5, 5, your word tells us you pour your love into our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, come. Pour. We need you, Lord. And we're thanking and welcoming your presence now in Jesus' name. Amen. The first song we're going to sing should be underneath. You go down below the video portion. You can click on Show More. Are the lyrics there this time? Did you have time? Okay, no worries about that. We'll go ahead with uh, Wonderful Words. Uh, We sing this fairly often in our congregation. If you don't know the words off the top of your head, that's fine. Just hum along, Okay. (laughs) right into the devotion tonight we're going to start in psalm 119 grace and peace to you from god our heavenly father our lord and savior jesus the christ by the presence of his holy spirit within every single believer and all around us in jesus name amen you know when we're traveling along we have uh, familiar roads familiar walking paths or whatever We expect certain things around the bend and so forth. Um, Every now and then, we're confronted by unexpected things. I think now and then, we have a picture. We see it now and then in our family album. It's probably from, I don't know, 15 years ago. We had terrible rains and flooding that spring. And the gravel road that comes from the highway to the church, it's only about half an hour uh, long. And there's a spot where the river curls around, comes underneath the the bridge, the road here right by the church, and we often get flooding and waters up to the edge of the road. That often happens, especially in the springtime, but on this occasion, we had a really, really super wet spring, and the water got up and over the road. So we've been here 21, 22 years. It's the only time that's ever happened. So that was really bizarre and strange to pull out of our drive and and begin to head for the highway to go to town, and boom, 30, 40 yards of water across our road, we had to go around. I remember, too, that that Sunday morning that week, no one could come from the highway, the main drag, to our church. Everyone had to come around on gravel roads to get to the church. Well, on that occasion, you had to be careful to look directly in front of you and see what's in front of you and respond to that appropriately. So we're going to see in times like these, I know I'm probably we're all like this. I'm wanting to look ahead. I'm wanting to know when's this going to be done. Is it, you know, a month out? Is it 5 months out? Is it a week out? What is it? We want to be able to look far down the line and see in front of us. And we're going to see the word of God is really clear. God understands this. He knows it full well. He's going to tell us how to handle the situation we're in right now, so we're going to go right to Psalm 119, the longest psalm of all of them, and it's a wonderful piece. I'm going to dive right into the middle of it tonight and go to, to verse 105. This verse we're pretty familiar with, a number of songs have been based off of this verse, so it'll kind of jump out at us, but it starts out in verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I love that. God is really clear. My word will guide you. My word will show you the way. It will light the path even in darkness, but this is how far my light and my lamp will shine for you. It's a lamp to your feet. God's telling us, I will show you, I will lighten and display for you your next step. Rarely does God show us beyond that. (laughs) Now, I know that can be a little frustrating for us, right? Especially those of us who have a gift for planning and organization. We we love to look way down the line. We have a six-month planner or a one-year planner. We like to look way out in front and make all these wonderful plans, add details to them. God says, I'm going to show you one day at a time, one step at a time. That doesn't mean we don't make long-distance plans, but his word is going to show us our path and our our decision-making at a very near term, one step at a time. So your word is a lamp to my feet. It's not a laser. It's not a lighthouse beam that goes for miles. God's word is a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. So he goes on, What what is God's word going to light for us, lamp for us, reveal to us? He says, I have sworn an oath and confirmed it to keep your righteous rules. So in times when there's lots of turmoil and chaos, it really helps us to focus on one, or, you know, keep the main thing the main thing, right? So let's focus on just two or three things in this time of chaos and turmoil. Uh, one of the things we're going to do is we've swear an oath, confirmed it to keep God's righteous rules to be in his word and walk in his ways. So in 107, David wrote this psalm. He says, I am severely afflicted. Now, I don't know, he may have written this psalm during that long stretch of time where King Saul was chasing him around, trying to kill him. And David spent years in and out of caves, hiding in all kinds of wilderness, desert places. He even went and spent um, a few years in surrounded by the Philistines kind of working for the Philistines to stay away from Saul so he had a severe affliction uh, time frame where uh, Saul was seeking after his life so he says i'm severely afflicted give me life o lord according to your word accept my free will offerings of praise now we expect when we hear offerings we expect I'm I'm writing an extra big check, God. I'm I'm doing this, you know, that physical kind of thing. It says, accept my free will offerings of praise, O Lord, and teach me your rules. I hold my life in my hand continually, but I do not forget your law. So what David is saying there is, this every day my life is right here. I don't know if I'm gonna have it the next day. That's how in jeopardy his life is. Now, most of us, we know the virus is all around us and it's in our county and so forth and so on. Um, We probably don't have the feeling that we're this close to dying, maybe. David was in that situation. He says, every day I'm holding my life in my hand. That's how tenuous his situation was. But here's what he says. Even in that situation where every day his life was on the line, he says, I hold my life in my hand continually, continually but I do not forget your law. So what's his anchor, his, his rock, his foundation? Even though he's severely afflicted and his, his life is in his hands every day, he says, your word is where I'm at every day, no matter what. Even if my life is hanging in the balance, I'm not going to forget your law. He says, the wicked have laid a snare for me. You think he's probably thinking of Saul the wicked have laid a snare for me but I do not stray from your precepts so folks when there's stuff in front of us even if it's a snare from the wicked that that is trying to entrap and take our lives or take loved ones from us or whatever he says even in that situation I'm tempted to focus on the problem or the snare I'm tempted to try and fix it or do something about it myself he says even then I'm not going to stray from your precepts. I'm going to keep my focus on you. Your testimonies, God, are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. This is something um, God reminds us of a lot in the scriptures. When you're having a rough day, rough week, rough month, one of the things we need to do is sit down a one on one time with the Lord and maybe with others too on occasion, share testimony. But we need to say, God, This is a really tough situation. But you know what? I'm going to remember back. Remember back that time five years ago when it was a tough spot? And remember how you brought me through that? Praise you, Lord. Remember that time 10 years ago? God wants us to rehearse the times in the past when he's heard our cry, answered our prayers, and brought us through. That brings more peace. That brings a rising up of faith. That brings joy and praise going, God, you've done it so many times in the past. I know I can trust you to bring me through this time too. Praise you, God, in Jesus' name, right? That's where God wants us to be, where he can bless us the most easily and the most powerfully. So he says, your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. So if you don't have a lot of joy right now, not a lot of gladness and praise, spend some time, go back. Rehearse, remember the times God has brought you through and given you victory. Praise him for it, and that will come back to you. He says, I incline my heart to perform your statutes forever to the end. However long this time of difficulty goes, he says, I'm going to keep on focusing on your word. I'm going to incline, I'm going to purpose my heart to walk in your word all the way to the end. Now, that theme goes all through the scriptures, clear into Revelation. What's Revelation? All, every letter to the seven churches, how, does, how do they all end? To the one who overcomes, to the one who is faithful to the end, I will give these blessings. So we need to continue to commit ourselves to be in it for the long haul. Amen? Long haul with Jesus. Now we're going to go to the New Testament and wrap it up with 2 Peter chapter 1 beginning verse 19 Now now we're going to let Peter speak to us about the the far forward stuff. God does sometimes give us glimpses and pictures into the far forward things. In the Old Testament we have a thousand years ahead of time. We have Psalm 22. David tells us exactly what Jesus is going to go through on the cross, a thousand years in advance. Isaiah 53, same thing, 750 years in advance. He gives us a blow-by-blow, detailed, prophetic future vision of what Jesus will do for us on the cross. So sometimes God goes way ahead and reveals things about the far future to us through his prophets. In general, God is showing us a lamp to our feet today, my steps today. But now and then, for God's purposes, he'll give us a far forward look. Peter's going to talk about that for a moment. So 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19. Here Peter says, we, and he's talking about uh, the apostles and the believers. He says, we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed to which you will do well to pay attention. Peter says, we've got the Old Testament prophets. We know them well. And he says, Jesus has full fully fulfilled and confirmed so many of those prophecies in his life and his death and resurrection recently. He says, wow, more fully confirmed. He says, to which you will do well to pay attention. Pay attention to these prophecies. Why? As to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Morning star, there's a reference to Jesus. So Peter's saying, we walked with the Lord for three years, and we saw him fulfill prophecy after prophecy in those three years. And then we saw him fulfill a a whole bunch of prophecies in the way he died, and we saw him fulfill more prophecies in the way he rose from the grave, and then how he ascended and sent the Holy Spirit. And he says, wow, God has been fulfilling prophecy over and over and over, fully confirmed. And he says, you do well to pay attention to the prophetic word Because there are a few more left to fulfill. In his second coming, when he returns, the morning star, you would do well to pay attention to prophecy and be fully aware when he comes again. Verse 20, as you do that, knowing this first of all, most important that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation now, folks, there's a, there's, you know this. There's a million interpretations of Revelation and the other end times prophecies. Uh, we've been studying, started studying Revelation on our Sunday morning adult Bible study before the, the virus shut us down from that. Folks, so many interpretations and teachings on Revelation and the end times are way off base because they aren't following simple pattern for prophetic fulfillment all the things Jesus fulfilled in his life, ministry, death, and resurrection, all of those prophecies were literally fulfilled as given to us in the Old Testament. So when you're reading somebody who's telling you how the end times are going to unfold and they aren't following the prophecies literally, I'd be very careful with those interpretations because that's coming out of somebody's head. And uh, it's not the clear... Lamp from the word of God. If all the prophecies up to now have been fulfilled literally, shouldn't we expect the rest of them to be fulfilled that way? When you narrow down the interpretations with that, with that focus, it puts away a whole bunch of the stuff, all, a lot of books out there. A lot of them are just well-intended um, ruminations in somebody's brain. Let God's word be crystal clear, a lamp to our feet, literally fulfilled, and we'll watch it unfold, okay? So Peter says here, knowing this first of all, no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. It's clearly laid out in God's Bible, in the Word. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. That's amazing encouragement to us. So... We want a word for right now, don't we? Stay in Scripture. It's full of it. God's guiding us, a lamp to our feet. Each day he gives us what we need to know to follow him, walk with him, and accomplish his will in our lives today. Stuff for the future? Pay attention to that. Grow in it. Trust it as as it's simply and straightforwardly laid out in the word of God. Be careful not to follow after folks who have grandiose, amazing uh, interpretations that don't literally follow the prophecy, okay? Let's close with prayer here. Mighty God, we are so thankful that your word is a rock-solid foundation and a daily lamp and guide to our feet, a lamp, God, so even when it it feels, and it, it could very well be darkness in front of us, we don't know what to do or where to go, Your word will light the path so we know which direction to step. So I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would guide and direct each one who's watching and listening to this now or later. God, direct each one of us where you would have us be in the Bible. Speak to our hearts and minds. Shine a light, Lord God, into the darkness that's in front of us individually. And then show us, Holy Spirit, how to walk each day, take a step each day in the direction the path you have for us. All the while, asking your Holy Spirit to help us walk in your ways, obey your ways, walk in your righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. And God, as we, as we desire to look forward and figure out stuff for the future, help us to be content to trust what you have revealed through your prophets in the word, clearly and literally coming our way. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Father. We do ask Lord God for wisdom for President Trump and advisors all the way down through the governors to local. Father, give them wisdom. Uh, we ask for insight for them to the needs tomorrow, what we should do tomorrow, and foresight, God. I know the computers are throwing out guesses all over the place, and, the, and some, of them, a lot of them have been wrong already. So Father, give foresight to us according to your mercy. Help us to uh, chart the the path forward in a a healthier way, a more helpful way to our nation and those around the world. Thanks for your mercy, uh, your healing, and uh, gracious mercies. Bless you, Father. We give our needs to your hands and thank you for your provision now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We're going to close tonight with Uh, Standing on the Promises. And even if you don't know the verses, that's all right. You can jump in on the chorus with us, okay? What's that? Oh, okay. That one's not... I'll have to go over here and sing it with you from here. It's not... No, it's a different one in our hymnal. That's why I printed it off. Yeah. We have two hymns in our hymnal that just aren't the ones that everybody knows. So we always go to other sources for that. So I don't know if you can see us over here or not, but we're going to sing it for you. Okay, thank you. Can you see that? Okay. about we're not sitting on the premises, we're standing on the promises. (laughs) So make sure you're standing, amen? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with his favor, keep you in his peace, as his word lamps and lights your path one step and one day at a time. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.